0: Welcome back to Important Women Throughout History. I'm Olivia.
1: And I'm Ziya. Today's episode is about Katherine Johnson.
0: Who was Katherine Johnson?
1: Katherine Johnson was a mathematician for NASA. She worked for NASA for about 33 years, and while she was there, her job was mostly calculating trajectories and creating emergency escape routes. She was most known at NASA for relying on computers to help her with her calculations, which is now a regularly used practice. Katherine Johnson was often called the human computer because of her ability to do complex math even without computers.
0: Wow, she must have been really important to
1: NASA. Did she get any awards for her work? She did. In 2015, President Barack Obama awarded her with the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is the highest award a civilian can earn. In 2016, astronaut Leyland D. Melvin awarded her with the Silver Snoopy Award, which is an award given to a NASA employee for for their outstanding work regarding successful human flight or a successful space exploration mission. She's also received the NASA Group Achievement Award, which is given out to recognize a group's work for NASA.
0: That's a lot of awards. She had a a strong education foundation, right?
1: She did. Katherine Johnson was born in White Sulphur Springs in West Virginia. Even when she was a little girl, she showed strong mathematical capabilities. Unfortunately, in their school district at the time, there weren't public school options for African-American children past 8th grade. Catherine's parents decided to enroll all of their children to a high school in a different part of West Virginia when she was 10. That's how smart she was, even as a kid.
0: That's pretty impressive. But why weren't there any public school options for Catherine Johnson past 8th grade?
1: Well, back then, African American citizens were still treated as lower class citizens. This was a problem that was present in Catherine Johnson's life many times, though she persevered and still managed to make her way to the top, which was even harder to do with a woman.
0: What was the rest of her academic career like?
1: Katherine Johnson graduated high school at 14. She then enrolled at WVSC, which is a historically black college. She took every single mathematics class that the college offered and excelled in all of them. During her time at WVSC, she had many professors as her mentor, including W.W. Schle- Flynn Clayter, who was the third. African-American to earn a PhD in mathematics. He even created a new course for Catherine to give her more of a challenge. She graduated in 1937 with a degree in French and mathematics when she was just 18. After college, she began. She became a teacher at a black public school in Virginia.
0: How did she go from a teacher to a mathematician for NASA?
1: She actually quit teaching when she married her first husband, James Goebel. She then joined a graduate math program. However, she left after the first session to focus on her personal life. She was the first African-American woman to go to graduate at West Virginia University. That was the end of her educational career. Katherine Johnson decided after school she wanted to be a research mathematician. This was a difficult field for African-Americans and women at the time, but she managed to do it. She was told by a family member that NACA was hiring. She got the job, and worked with lots of other women women to perform calculations. This group of women was called Computers with Skirts. At one point, Catherine and a colleague were assigned to work on an all-men's flight research team. Her knowledge on geometry helped her gain their trust and friendship quickly. There were always gender or race barriers that Catherine faced. However, she chose to ignore them and continued with her work, often asking to be included in meetings and projects that were uncommon for a woman to attend or work on. Catherine continued to work as a computer for many years, so there were still segregation. There were still segregation laws in play. She was separated by her peers through the different areas she had to eat, work, and use the bathroom. At the time, she was part of a group called the Colored Computers. However, this was disbanded when NACA was overtaken by NASA.
0: She seemed really important at NASA. What was she most known for there?
1: As I've said before, it was a different time, when women in the workplace weren't always given credit for their work. Women's names were never published on reports, even if they did the majority of the work. However, one of Catherine's male coworkers fought to have Catherine's name on a report that she did almost all of the work on. She became the first woman in her division to have her name on her work.
0: That must have been a really big deal. What was the rest of her career at NASA night
1: like? From 1958 until she retired in 1986, she worked as an aerospace technologist. Some of the things she's most known for calculating is the trajectory for the first American in Spaces flight. NASA switched to digital computers to calculate John Glenn's orbit around Earth. He asked for Katherine Johnson specifically to verify the numbers. She also worked on the Apollo 11 flight to the moon as well as some other plans for a mission to Mars.
0: Why do you think she's a good role model, Zaya?
1: I think she's a good role model because she's someone who did what she told herself she would do, no matter the barriers or obstacles she faced along the way. Katherine Johnson was also a woman in STEM, which is a challenge in itself. No matter what setbacks she faced, she persevered and became a very famous mathematician and earned her recognition. I think that's the end of today's episode, and that should answer most of your questions about Katherine Johnson. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.